Welcome to Your Community with Dick Boost. Your Community is presented by AmeriCool Heating and Air Conditioning. Dick Post with Your Community, and I have a couple of uh, exciting guests with me this morning. I have Warren Hendrickson, who is the Senior Olympia Airport Manager, and I have uh, Joy Johnston, who is the Port Communication Consultant. So, welcome. Joy, you're the closest to the microphone. Uh, <laughs> Warren is standing back just a little bit there. So, uh, Joy, you wanted to uh, talk about how we're expanding the number of commissioners for the Port of Olympia. Now, filing season is over. We're soon going to hear about who's running for the offices. So, tell me, why was the Port Commission expanded from three to five? Last year, voters decided to expand the Port Commission from three to five members. At the same time, Thurston County Commission also expanded from three to five members. And that was really because the whole of Thurston County has grown a lot. So having five members instead of three allows for better representation. So this year is a really exciting year. We've got the two additional positions that are open as well as District 1 is up for election. So that means three positions are open for election this year. Now I've looked at the maps. The Thurston County is kind of uh, divided into five north-south areas, more or less. Where can you find the map to know where you live? Is there a primary first and then a general election where everybody votes? How does that work? The new districts that are open are districts four and five. You can find this map on the Thurston County Auditor's website. I know it's all over the place. Uh, (laughs) I've seen it in Jolt and I've... It's also on the portolympia.com. We have links to that map. You can zoom in and see where you live and where these new districts are. So we'll be picking the uh, people who will be running in the general election, then everybody votes. Is that how that works? Yes, exactly. For an example, if you are in District 4, when you get the primary election ballot, you will see the candidates for District 4. The top two candidates from that will advance to the general election. Then all of Thurston County votes on the three positions that are open. So when you get your ballot in the general election, if you're in Thurston County, you'll see all three of those positions and get to select your top candidate for each of those. Are you amazed, Joy, that people, you know, Port seems like it's in the news all the time, but nobody seems to know who's running the show? They don't <laughs> well, know, we the know. <laughs> of the Port commissioners. You know, I mean, <laughs> Yeah, I think like any elected body, the Port Commission is really in charge of setting the strategy and the policies for the port. So really setting the direction from there, the executive director then directs staff to implement all of that direction that the commission gives them. So the commission is really, they're setting the big picture and then the staff implements that. Now, I'm guessing that the average person thinks of the Port of Olympia as just being the place where a few ships park once in a while and load and unload. But it's way more than that, isn't it? Absolutely. So the port has four business units. The Marine Terminal, which you mentioned, which is right there in Bud Inlet. And then there's also Swantown Marina and Boatworks, also in Bud Inlet. And the port also owns Olympia Regional Airport, which we've got Warren here today to talk about. And the port also has many real estate holdings throughout Thurston County. And I know uh, while we're still on the uh, subject of port commissioners, I know they have huge, huge salaries. They make millions, right? Yes. If you want to become rich, become a port commissioner. Actually, their salaries are set by state law. They make $600 a month. They also make $128 per day um, for port business, and that's capped at 96 days per year. 
So they make almost nothing. <laughs> it, yes. <laughs> it really it, it, needs to a, be a labor of love, yeah, and exactly. it's a great, great service to the community. Yeah. You couldn't live on what port commissioners <laughs> make if that was all you made. I don't want to steal Warren's time here. Warren drove all the way down from uh, Port Angeles or Port uh, Orchard, right? Hendrickson uh, is the senior airport manager. Now, Olympia Airport is actually, must be a fun place to work, huh? It's a wonderful place to work, and I so appreciate the opportunity to, to join you and Joy here on your community this morning. It's a great place to work. I've been in aviation for over five decades, and it's a joy to be at the Capital City Airport. We are a small trivia point. We are the only public-use paved runways in all of Thurston County. So if you're coming by air on a public transportation vehicle by air, you're coming to Olympia Regional Airport. So think, it's fun to serve the community in that way. I think we might have some listeners in uh, aircraft right now listening to Warren. Oh, let's land there. <laughs> so the airport, I know uh, you have training there for helicopter pilots. Uh, you have small airplanes taking off all the time. You don't ever have any commercial aircraft anymore. We don't have commercial service. We haven't had commercial service since about 2006. So as a result, although we get a phone call a week saying, how do I get a commercial flight out of Olympia? Not just yet. We are doing a study right now that shows the possibility for very limited commercial service is probably about 10 years away as the county continues to grow. But in the meantime, we have an exceptionally vibrant aviation community between our executive business jets that travel into and out of the airport, the support for the three flight training organizations on the airport. And I'm also pleased to let the listening audience know that the critical tenants that we have on the airport, we are the home for the Washington State Patrol Aviation Division. They host all of the law enforcement assets as well as the governor's aircraft. We have the Department of Natural Resources firefighting activities, so all the wildfire training across the entire state is based and trained at our airport. And then we also have Airlift Northwest for medical evacuation purposes. So three really important tenants for the community. Now, I am so old that I remember when there was commercial airline service out of Olympia, and I've flown into or out of Olympia at least two or three times, and it is wonderful to be able to get out of the plane or onto the plane at the Olympia Airport. I'll tell you, it's nothing like it. I, you don't have to go to Seattle or SeaTac to, exactly. to get on a plane. But I know the recent controversy over airports, uh, I'm sure that you were involved in that a little bit, even though the Olympia Airport really wasn't all that involved in that, was it? Well, another hat that I wear, which has no relationship to Olympia Regional Airport and my employment with the Port of Olympia, is I actually serve as the chair right now of the Commercial Aviation Coordinating Commission, which was tasked by the legislature to look for how we address future aviation capacity needs in, in the state and Puget Sound in particular. So, yes, Olympia was considerate initially, but the Thurston County Board of Commissioners and the Port of Olympia Commissioners felt that strategically that was not in the best interest to serve in that capacity as Olympia Regional Airport. So as a result, it has not been one of the uh, considerations for our future site. So to make things clear to our Thurston County listeners, there's no chance that any part of Thurston County is going to look like SeaTac. Uh, I cannot say that. We have one more remaining meeting. The Commercial Aviation Coordinating Commission sunsets on June 30th. We have one additional meeting in early June by law where we are required by the legislature to make a final report as to what we think a recommendation could be. That will be up to the voting members at this next meeting. So I would just advise our listening audience to stay tuned and uh, we'll see what comes of this. Ultimately, though, it is simply a report. It will be up to the political governmental organizations, the political leadership in both the legislature and the governor's office to go ahead and decide what to do, if, if anything, going forward. 
Now, Warren, even opponents of the airport have to admit, I'm sure, that there's a transportation crisis almost going on and and continuing to grow. All you have to do is get on the freeway. Yes. It isn't going to hold very many more cars. Yes. We can see that the forecast for commercial needs in particular, both cargo and passenger, SeaTac and Painfield combined will achieve capacity in the year 2032. So at that point, demand will exceed supply. So then you either accept the economic impact of that, or we try to figure out a way to provide additional aviation capacity. So that's where you're involved. Exactly. Wow. If you had best dream come true, what would it be? I think we just need to expand the team. We all need to agree that aviation capacity is important. It's an infrastructure like public schools, medical facilities. If we can come to an agreement for both political organizations, the government, the Native American Indian tribes, and the sovereign nations there, as well as the public community, then we can get the right answer. Boy, you are a dreamer. (laughs) I am. I am. I have often told people in my presentations that if anybody was thinking that this commission was a good way to get your 15 minutes of fame, I would not recommend it. (laughs) This Your Community podcast is presented by AmeriCool Heating and Air Conditioning. We'll be right back. Summer is here. Are you ready? Stay cool this summer with AmeriCool, your local independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. They've been serving Southwest Washington for the past 17 years and are there to take care of your heating and cooling needs. Beat the heat. Call 360-273-3300 or visit AmeriCoolOnline.com. Here comes AmeriCool. We're there when you need us for your heating and air. And now we return to the Your Community Podcast. Uh, Warren uh, Hendrickson, uh, Senior Airport Manager, and uh, Joy Johnston, Port Communication Consultant, uh, are my guests this morning on Your Community. And uh, I'm not sure what our assignments were for this morning. Uh, Joy, you and I kind of set up this thing. Joy, I'll have you get back to the uh, microphone here. When you walked into the studio, what was the one message or two messages you wanted to get across? Oh, goodness. Well, I think, as we talked about, the port has the four business lines. But really to step back, the port's mission, they function as a public sector organization, but with private sector, I guess, focus. So they are in the business to make revenue and put that right back into the community. For example, a recent economic impact study showed that the port's activities put $448 million of business revenue back into the community. That's $124 million of spending just to the local and regional economy. And it also generated more than 5,000 jobs. So the port's mission is really interesting because not only do they function in the economy and support the local economy, it's also really important for the port to help build a strong community and also work toward a healthier environment. One of the big projects that I'm really excited about at the port is the project to clean up and restore Bud Inlet. Many people, I think, have a sense that Bud Inlet is maybe the waters aren't clean, but I think it's hard to see just how contaminated it is because most of the contamination is in the sediments under the water. So this is actually a state toxic site, and the port is working toward cleaning that up. It's a massive project. We're looking at both bays, 
both West Bay and East Bay in Bud Inlet needing this cleanup to happen. And it's going to take a lot of funding and a lot of years to get this done. But in the end, we'll have cleaner waters for everybody, a more functional Bud Inlet for recreational boating, as well as for the marine terminal, and just better overall for the ecosystem. I know there's probably a listener out there who's asking, uh, Dick Huckam, you're not asking about Capital Lake, and I won't ask about <laughs> Capital Lake. <laughs> I know that's so controversial, and we could spend a couple of programs just on that subject alone. So we have to kind of wrap it up now. So any final words, Joy or Warren, that you'd like to say? Warren's stepping up. He says, oh, yeah, I forgot to say this. Actually, no, we just appreciate the opportunity. And mm-hmm. I just would like the audience to know how proud we are to work for the Port of Olympia, the economic difference and the benefits that we bring to the community, to the environment. It's a dream job for me personally. And we are public servants. We are here to serve all of Thurston County. It's not usual that a port district and a county will have the same geographical dimensions, but we do here. And we take that role very seriously and we're proud to serve. Warren Hendrickson, Senior Airport Manager and Joy Johnston, Port Communication Consultant. Thanks for being on Your Community. I'm Dick Poost. Thanks, Dick. Thank you. You've been listening to Your Community with Dick Poost, presented by AmeriCool Heating and Air Conditioning. If your nonprofit or civic organization would like to be featured on Your Community, please contact us at 360-943-9937. 